0: episode 11 of the highly acclaimed hall of fame show, the highest rated show about halls of fame done by a Canadian and American.
1: I think so. I think that's true. And it,
2: I, I think, I think that's probably true. Um, and I have to say, since this is, uh, since this is episode three I'd like to say that Amber is the color of your energy. No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so now um, yeah. Yeah, happy, happy, uh, happy! Three eleven, my friend. Absolutely, we should go on their cruise. We should go on their cruise at some point, or or something. At Did, some you, point, you know, they have a cruise. You know, they have a cruise every year on three eleven. They actually do. The three eleven has a cruise every year that they have. Just three eleven fans go on that they perform on on three eleven. Why not?
0: Chris Jericho's got a cruise. I think if I grow my hair out, I might actually sort of look like him a bit now. Only sort of like I don't know if you've seen Chris Jericho lately. I don't know I've if I'm a before or after picture. Mm. But this actually sort of segues almost right away into the opening, which is the smorgasbord of shit. Should I just do my Swedish Chef bit before I go into it? Because I'm going to start off with some wrestling. <laughs> yeah, well, okay. Well, you kind of took took away my steam there, but fine. Oh, I'm sorry.
2: ahead, Bork, bork, bork yourself. Well. Oh. <laughs> Well, now that you borked
0: it all up, <laughs> I, I forgot to mention last week, congratulations to the late Leon White, a.k.a. Vader, mm. who was uh, was inducted to the WWE Hall of Famer, will be. However, at the same time, I'm going to say, hey, fuck you, WWE. The guy died a few years ago. Told people he was dying. Mick Foley pretty much came out and said, look, induct this man. It means so much to him. And you do it now?
2: Uh, I mean, everybody does that when everything. I mean, Ron Santo was like, they're only going to induct me after I die. Mm -hmm. Uh, Donna Summer was like, they're only going to induct me after I'm dead. Did she say that? She did. Yeah, she was dying. And she's like, they're not, I'm not going to live to see this induction. Mm -hmm. Like, it just, everyone does it. But the difference is nobody really has to vote in the WWE Hall of Fame. Well, we,
0: and we can point the finger at one man, and that's Vince McMahon. Mm -hmm. Amazingly, chooses never to induct himself, although he is the most deserving of that. I will definitely say that. Mm
1: -hmm. I
0: can criticize him for a lot of things. I have criticized him for a lot of things, but they should let him put. They they should let him put him in, put himself Mm -hmm. in. But they they've announced the third member, and I had to go, huh? Because I know who it is. Uh, I want to see if you even know who this person is. Do you know who Charmel is?
2: Um, I think that was Gargamel's girlfriend on the Smurfs.
1: No, did Gargamel
2: have
0: a girl? Did I ever tell you how the Smurfs are colossally communists? Of course, they're communists.
2: They all <laughs> share the same woman.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, I, I know you're far more left-leaning than I am, but I, I
2: must have really missed that part. I was kidding. Paulie's <laughs> Uh Yeah, of course they're super communists. What? The the Smurfs are super communist. Oh, yes, of course. You know. Yeah. Yeah, but anywho.
0: No, that that is not Gargamel's girlfriend, but it is Booker T's wife. Hmm. Uh, She performed for the WWE for maybe a year and a half. Couldn't wrestle. Didn't do much. Entertaining, I suppose. But eh? that's going to be your lead female inductee. All right, fine. I don't know. I, I, the, the only thing I can say, so they always want to have like one lead woman and one African-American. And with this, you get both, I suppose. Having said that, if that's the route you're going to go, you could actually, they could have done a lot better than this. And this is no disrespect to Charmel, who seems like a lovely lady, uh, been married to Booker T for 16 years, did her best, but she wasn't there very long. Mm-hmm. It's it's just a shitty choice, in my
2: opinion. But congratulations, nevertheless. I think. I mean, but again, you're the co-host of the top-rated show with all the parameters you put at the beginning of the show, so your voice means something. Sure, absolutely.
0: And uh do I do I say the one thing? Are you gonna is one is uh, that gonna be your bad or your ugly? No, or... no, no,
2: no, no, no. Okay. Just go ahead. Okay. I... Uh, our, our, it, it, had, had it not been on yours, it would have been my bad. This a lot. Uh, my bad will go to uh, European soccer. So, okay, all right, cool. So, I, I on the on the
0: board, I've just got to like talk about. All right, vaccine mandates uh, in specifically New York, and mm-hmm. the reality is here, and I. This is not whether you're on one side or the other at this point. This is about. It's about what, making it make sense. Exactly, it's about making it make sense. So if you're a pro-vax person, make it make sense. If you're an anti-vaxer, make it make sense. And you can't. If you're mm-hmm. in the middle of everything, you can't make it sense. Make it make sense. And what we're really talking about—it's not just Kyrie, as it looks like it's going to be. Uh, Kyrie uh, recently was a guest, or, or <laughs> in the Nets home game. Mm-hmm. But he can't play, so he can have somebody to his six feet to his left, six feet to his right, behind him. I couldn't remember if he was in the front row, but needless to say, he was around a shit ton of people. Kyrie's not vaccinated. Bravo, Kyrie! Not because you made that choice—I wouldn't have made that choice—but you stood by it at the risk of, of eight figures. I guess at this point, you're a man of principle. I don't always agree with your principle, but you're a man of it, and I like that. Said mm-hmm. it before. And I'll say that again. But he's not allowed to play on the court. And when he went to the locker room, the Nets got fined fifty thousand dollars. Now it got even weirder, as you may have heard, with Aaron Judge. Mm-hmm. Uh, now I don't. We don't know for sure that he's not vaccinated, but he dodged the question. <laughs> I, I don't know if that was a dodge as much as a, I don't even know that that answer was. That was all
2: five of the patches O'Houlihan school. <laughs> yeah, that, that was I don't think dodge was uh, the correct answer. That's. That's like the husband explaining why he came home with lipstick on his uh, and That was Shaggy's. It wasn't me in a, in an answer. <laughs> so, pretty
0: much everyone's just sort of figured out almost very quickly, because it would be the same w- when they go cross down to play the Mets. And in Canada, if you're unvaxxed, you can't cross the border right now. Uh, so he's down to 70 games. And we also know that there's other Yankees. I don't know who they are, but I guess we're going to find out pretty soon. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. The Yankee Stadium—that's uh, outdoors, isn't it? Uh, yeah, it would be. Okay. So again, Aaron Judge can be a fan,
2: but he can't play. Yeah, the the vaccine mandate doesn't make any sense in the way they're enforcing it in New York. Like, and I'm very pro-vax, right? Yeah. But the 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 the, the it makes zero sense. Like it, it's it. The, the way it's being enforced makes everything, everything seem farcical. And, and that's, it, it, the whole thing is a complete mess. I don't know why they're
0: necessarily doing this other than they just don't want to say we were wrong. And that's not even saying we were wrong. Just things have changed. The winds have changed.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That, that's how, how it is now. I, I, I,
2: this feels very petty to me. It does seem petty. And now I have winds of change in my head. Um, (laughs) You mean both sadly? (laughs) I almost started singing there. Um, Yeah, I mean, the whole thing doesn't make sense. How is he a problem in the game, but not six feet from the game? I get, uh, and yeah, I don't, I don't know what, I mean, my guess is all this stuff is going to be dropped here pretty quickly, although things are spiking again in Europe. And in mm-hmm. Hong Kong and in China and a whole bunch of other places. So, who knows exactly what's going to happen? But yeah, it doesn't make any sense. So, yeah, for what it's worth here, uh,
0: today's the second day in Manitoba that nobody has to wear masks in most places.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Most people are wearing them anyway.
1: Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I
0: mean,
2: we're, we're here in Illinois. Um, the kids don't have to wear masks at schools anymore. But I would say, like, there, the first day they didn't have to wear masks. like a bunch of kids didn't wear it. Mm-hmm. And then they all just kind of went back to wearing it. <laughs> yeah, I, it's like, it's like, like it's, 85% of kids are wearing masks in school.
0: For, for what it's worth
2: for me, uh,
0: if anyone cares,
2: well, I, I'm
0: just reading the room. If it's making other people comfortable, I kind of do it. If I'm outside, I, then I don't bother.
2: I, I, no, I now think I'm at the point, though, if I, I now have all these masks. So if I'm ever like, I have to go do something and I have a cough, I think I'm just probably going to wear a mask out um, in public anyway. Yeah, it's,
0: I don't know. But uh, I, I'm, I'm not going to be one of those devout anti-maskers. And at this point, if someone is, I really don't give a shit. But yeah. m- moving right along. Uh, I, I forgot, this isn't really part of the smorgasbord, but I thought this definitely wor- is worthy of a deep conversation. Dolly Parton, someone who I think mm. you and I both think will be voting. In- she's getting elected. She's getting elected. It's already going to happen. So what happens now? Because I agree with you. I think she's getting elected. I think if there is a flaw in what she did, it's why do this now?
2: You should have said that a month ago. I think she was taken aback by, had never considered it. It was flattered. And then heard that her vote was making it so other people who she respected weren't getting votes. And so I think Mm -hmm. what happened. Um, So... Here's what I know. I know that um, Dolly pulling out means that Kurt Schilling gets elected. Wait, now it's all right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, all the votes have been out
0: for six weeks now. Like You would think that a lot of people have already cast their votes. So. A lot of
2: people have already cast their votes, and the way she did it was, as usual, uh, so classy. Anyway, by the way, a week from today, you know where I will be? I, I think you told me this. Uh, I'll, I'll the, be at the, Dollywood. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. It'll be, it'll oh be so, at Dollywood a week. Does that, does
0: that mean I, I have to find a, a guest I, think
2: host? I, I was looking into it and looking into the situation. I think it's probably best, just by the way.
0: Okay. I, I, I will I, I will secure a guest host for that particular time. Have um, Andrea do it.
2: I want I want to see
0: Andrea do this thing. Andrea. <laughs> a- Andrea, who is the one of the co-hosts on this uh how the hell did this go number one? doesn't know all her sports. So I think it'd just be her listening to me going blah 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 blah. Uh-huh.
1: Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Fair enough.
2: Um anyway. Uh no. So I think a lot of people very turn it in anyway. And she and Eminem are the overwhelming favorites on that ballot mm-hmm. uh, to get inducted. So and anyone who's maybe on the fence, like the people who are on the fence and not sure voting for Dolly are now more likely to vote for her with the way she did it rather than not vote for her.
0: Okay, so then let's say, what's our hypothetical? Does she then accept it, or does she tell them? Because this it's new, under new management, right? So it's not like when other groups have said, "I don't want to go in," and they
2: put it right. anyway. So, like, so we've all heard stories. So, those of you who are unfamiliar with the history of people being ducked into the Rocker Hall of Fame, um, there have been a few controversies over the years. Uh, Dave Taylor. Clark Five allegedly got passed over for Grandmaster Flash and the Furious Five mm-hmm. um, at one point, which drove Fox News insane. Uh, we had a situation in which Yes was originally elected, al- allegedly, the first time they're in, but they were going to be on a cruise, a Yes cruise at that point, which they couldn't cancel. And so Jan Wenner got pissed and refused to induct them, even though they're elected. The second um, time we talked about musical cruises. I know. I don't know how many more there are. I think there's only two I know about. Okay. Um, although I think Dave Matthews, I thought I saw had one, too, coming out. I'm never going to um.
1: that. <laughs> You're
2: not going to spend your entire time under the table and barfing. Um, I, could so, do that. I could do that and listen to music I like. That's fair enough. Um, I, I've been to multiple Dave Matthews concerts. I know you and I feel differently about them. Um, that Which is okay. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah. I, I'm just right. Um, so... <laughs> Um, yeah. So I don't, I don't think it's going to make that big a difference if she, if she gets elected. So it's possible that they could do the, as in times past, just like, I don't put me on there, but if she's elected, just get her elected. You know what I mean? Mm. Just get her off the ballot because next time she comes back, if they bring, if, if she's not elected, they'll bring her back. Mm. If they bring her back, then we do the same thing. Like just get her out of the way. So yeah. she be like, Hey, thanks. I appreciate the nomination. I'll show up, get through everything, um, but it may just mean they put a seventh act in there as opposed to just the five or six we're expecting. Yeah, I mean, be one like, thing like she could be like, "Hey, I will go in as long as you take Dion Warwick as well." <laughs> <laughs> that's what she should do. She should be a force for good. Well, okay, so then you think
0: that's the person she thinks in her head she might be hurting the most? Like, who does she think she's
1: hurting? Pat Benatar. Think so. I think so. I mean, Pat Bennett, well. See, I would I would think she'd be
0: more
2: thinking about Dion. Yeah, actually, you're right. She's probably thinking of Dion. Yeah. And that's why, that's actually originally why I brought Dion up. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Dion Work is probably who's getting hurt the most. Uh, Dolly's cousin came out and said who she would vote for now that Dolly was out. I thought that was interesting. Oh, who's uh, that? I, I missed that. Uh, I have to I have to go find it. I remember it was included Benatar, uh, Duran Duran, and... And, um, uh, and, uh, Dionne Warwick, I'm trying to remember who else was on that list. Um, but I mean, if nothing else, we've been through this. I mean, Dolly Parton is one of the most talented songwriters and most important figures in music in the 20th century, right? And beloved. And beloved. Like she's America's grandma. At this point right yeah i mean uh, we got elected tina turner last year my personal opinion is the most worthy woman now not in the hall of fame is uh, on her own is diana ross
1: mm-hmm. yeah you um, said that
2: a lot so, yeah. uh, uh, but once you're past diana ross your next group is share uh carly simon actually who's nominated this year carly simon may be heard as well mm-hmm. um by her and yeah carly i mean that, that that's your list though like those are the next people uh, and Pat Benatar has always been nominated she should be in we're all shocked she's not in already right. um, but yeah i mean she's she's like no worse than fifth on female artists who aren't in i, mean, I would say she's third
0: it's it'll be interesting to see what what happens uh, it's usually when dolly dolly says
2: this with pure humility you you believe her i believe her 100% she's yeah. what has she ever done that makes you feel that she's in this for some sort of fame or brownie points like Stamos, horrible movie all right fine well i mean okay that has nothing to do with that that's I just nothing, that has nothing to do with it but i mean she's been married to the same quiet dude since like 1954 or whatever mm. uh she's like she lives her life as a rich person the right way she lives very comfortably and gives everything else away right like she's responsible for literacy programs all over Appalachia and the South uh, like she's just a genuinely good person and this is not in any means grandstanding I just think the timing is literally she was taken aback that she was even nominated and then once she realized what was actually going on she said oh this is kind of cool and then she realized what was actually going on people getting back mm-hmm. to her she's like whoa whoa because whoa. that was what she said I don't want to be splitting votes and I believe that's pro- this is something that's never been on her radar.
0: So why would she even be aware of the process? So when I say like right. why now, I agree with you. It's like she probably had no clue that
2: a b- bunch of votes were already. I mean, in. Who is, the, who's the last country singer in inducted in, in, uh, body rate like twenty years ago almost? Yeah, and I, I think a lot of the voters didn't even think of her that think of her that way. Yeah, I mean, I mean but there aren't, there aren't even that many country singers in there. I mean, we got Conway Twitty. We got Johnny Cash, right? Uh, which begs the question as to why Johnny Cash and not the rest of the Rebel Country music? Why not Chris Christopherson? Why not Willie I Nelson? Yeah, Willie's one of my why, most wanted. Why not Merle Haggard? Like, those are the four of them. Like, those are the four guys. Why just one, right? Um, in the And so... I mean, there, there have just not been that many female singers who've touched on country at all who have ever gotten in.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So I, I understand. Why would she suspect, like, all of a sudden, well, Tina Turner's in, I'm clearly next. Like, that doesn't make any <laughs> sense. So, yeah, I, I still think she's getting elected. Now, I think she'll have the votes, as put that way. What the hall does is going to be interesting reflection on the new regime in charge. I would
0: think this is just my, my take. This is what I would do if if I was running it. Uh, I would if if she has the votes, plead with her to accept it. Of course. And
2: plead plead with her to accept it, and tell her she can advocate for whoever she thinks should get in. Mm-hmm. And oh, she's so much to do like, yeah, just and just do like
1: thank
2: questions. you for this, but these are the people who are more deserving than me. <laughs>
0: yeah. So like, and do whatever you think you've got to do. To get her to accept it. That's how I would do it. And,
2: and, but then we've been wrong before. So like for all we know, she's not getting in. You, you, don't, you don't get rich by successfully predicting what the rock hall is going to
0: do. No. Or apparently by talking about it either. But anyway.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: I feel I've gotten rich in experience, but that's about it. I've, I, I'm rich in friendship. richer oh, yes, than 100%. Ever 100%. So... Yeah, I don't know. It's going to be. Oh, another person that had, her cousin said was Lionel Richie. I remember that one. I oh, was that I but like, he's, he's nominated. He's just so he not on him. my radar. Yeah. Well, I, it wouldn't shock me if he got in. I, I, this, that's the thing about this list. Like, the only one who would really shock me if they got in is New York Dolls and MC5. Like, I could see pretty much anybody else For me, somehow. So what? For me, it's Kate Bush. Oh, I'm Kate Bush. I forgot about Kate Bush. Yeah. Yeah, there's too many. There are just too many other women on the ballot and again as i my my always forever disclaimer it's not fair to compare women when we don't do that with the male bands but that's just how the rock hall always works well because
0: you can i mean that's right it's it's not like we're comparing uh athletes well which i'm kind of gonna no, i'm really not later i'm really not uh shall we uh look at who we lost yeah Uh, That was a a tough tough one one for me, so I I know. Yeah,
2: we'll we'll, we'll end with that one. Um, I'm going to lead with, um, I lead with somebody uh, very out up there who I think nobody really noticed passed away. Mm -hmm. Uh, Not having anything to do with sports at all, but one of the brightest people probably of the last century, Eugene Parker passed away. Okay, I'm not familiar Uh, with him. I'm sorry? I'm not familiar with him. Eugene Parker basically he was a plasma physicist who basically figured out how the sun worked. <laughs> ah, well, uh, and he it's pretty big. Yeah, he he figured out he proposed the existence of solar wind. He figured out what the shape of the magnetic field in our outer solar system would look like, uh, and all the things that he came up with in like the 1950s have been true, proven to be true. Uh, by subsequent scientific advances, but just one of the most brilliant scientists of all time. Uh, I didn't hear anything about his passing. Uh, He passed at the age of 94, so. Um, By the way, the uh, Beige Mistress was quiet this week, so hopefully hopefully that uh, continues. Um, Also, I guess from the the only actor I want to talk about this week, William Hurt passed away.
0: Yeah, yeah. uh... You know, I I didn't know, and this will usually it's not really the time, but this happened a few days ago, so maybe it's not so so bad to say. I did not know hear about the story between him and Marley Matlin before. I don't think I still know that story. Uh, well, they they used to date. Okay. And so I guess they were dating following that the movie that they did together, uh, Children of a Lesser God, which she won an Oscar. Now she in in her book, because this was trending on. On Twitter, uh, she alleged that after she won the Oscar, uh, he apparently was drunk. I don't remember if he was drunk or not, but he, he did what well, he did do things drunk to her at other mm. times. And said, you really think you deserve that Oscar when there's been so many people who've been paying their dues? Mm. And eesh. yeah, it's not so good. I never, I, I never got him as an actor. To me, he was he was just tall and wooden. But
2: that's yeah,
1: me.
2: I, I think I told you about my my wife and my uh, project of trying to watch all the movies nominated for Best Picture, which had a major snag when we had a kid. Um, but one of the movies we did watch uh, was The Accidental Tourist,
1: uh,
2: mm-hmm. which may be one of the weirdest movies I've ever seen in my entire life. The whole thing was bizarre. Mm-hmm. Um, that said, like children of a lesser God is fantastic um and I mean he had kisses spider-woman is fantastic um broadcast news is fantastic Accent of tourists like it's weird but there there he was in a lot of things for a long period of time um and we had a whole bunch of uh very devoted fans within the uh movie industry uh who were very very sad oh history of violence too that one's really good too um but yeah i mean one of the one of the big bigger He yeah, had a very big ro- uh string of movies in the late 80s early 90s uh, and then became more of a character actor towards the end but still one of the big names of hollywood away. he was so. always working so you got you got
0: to yeah. give it to him because that just doesn't happen yep a lot of people
2: uh he dies from prostate terminal prostate cancer by the way hmm. uh, one week before turn 72 um okay uh also one other person news who passed away one of the last members of the gigante mob family or genovese crime, i mean marie gigante made it to 98 and, and then he, he got he, was he whacked he was not well i mean eventually Okay. Uh, but, uh, he passed away at the age of 98, okay. uh, somehow after only spending five years in jail for racketeering. So, hmm. so a, a passing, a passing of, uh, out of the mob era, which we don't seem to really have much anymore of Which was much bigger when we were kids. So,
0: yeah, but mob um, television
2: still exists. Mob. Movies. That is true. That'll, that'll never die. That is true. Um, the world of football, we lost, uh, uh, defensive back Jim Richards uh, was a member of the uh, Super Bowl-winning Jets team in 1969. He passed away at the age of 75. Um, from the world of, we have so many singers and music musicians this week. Um, from the world of track and field, Charles Green passed away. A uh, member of the gold medal four by 100 meter relay team at the 68 Summer Olympics uh, that won the gold medal in Mexico City. Also finished, uh, got the bronze in the 100 meters on his own. Uh, passed away at the age of 76 due to a number of medical complications and surgeries. Mm. Um, so, um, let's see. Uh, from the world of auto racing. Um, Formula One driver and uh, multiple-time partic- per- participant—easy for me to say—of the 24 Hours of Le Mans, Vic Elford, uh, known as Quick Vic, uh, passed away at the age of 86 in England. Um, yeah, multiple, He he was not a member of any, uh, uh, not a member of any halls of fame uh, that I could see, but he did win a whole bunch of of. Uh, different awards for his racing over the years. He also did, raced a couple times at Daytona 500 at one point. Um, from the world of hockey, we lost uh, Gene Potvin, the oldest of the Potvin mm-hmm. brothers. Uh, passed away at the age of 72. Uh, undrafted, he played for the Kings, Flyers, Islanders, and North Stars, a uh, member of the um, the Islanders teams that won the uh, Stanley Cup in 80 and 81 uh before he retired um play defense uh it said he died at a, f- a hospital in Florida at the age of 72. he was also a, a broadcaster uh for, for Islanders broadcast for quite a while so um let's see here from the world of baseball Ralph Terry passed away oh I didn't I didn't catch that yeah uh, Ralph Terry career 1000 strikeouts exactly uh, played for the Yankees A's Indians uh, and Mets we had a couple stints for the A's a couple stints for the Yankees uh, World Series MVP in 62 AL wins leader in 62 uh, two-time all-star both in 62 because they had two all-star games yeah.
1: there, so, um, so,
2: so. about a member of the 61 and 62 uh, championship Yankees teams um, a very good pitcher for a number of years. Uh, finished with a career ERA of 3.62 one hundred and seven wins and ninety nine losses. Uh, yeah, he passed away. Um, uh, I actually don't see what he passed away at. He he most recently uh, he was at the old kept was a, a, a standby at the old timers game for the Yankees. Uh, but he hasn't been there since 2017. So, also post retirement, he joined the Senior PGA and actually finished tenth. Cool in, uh, in the Showdown Classic in 1989. So, you can you imagine though, you're Ralph Terry. you have a pretty
0: damn good career, and then you know you're you're meeting somebody who doesn't know you all that well, and so well, so what's your highlight? Well, I was World Series MVP in the 62 Yankees. Like, no, you weren't. The Yankees <laughs> had this, this, this. Yeah. <laughs> you know. It's like, I'm sure like uh, for Canadian fans, like when Pat Borders has the same conversation.
2: Yeah, right. Yeah. I, I still remember thinking, I mean, he was a little, probably a slightly better player, but when uh, I was watching the 07 uh, World Series on the MLB network the other day, and they it had game four when Mike Lowell just raked it all over the place. I remember thinking, I think, my God, I think Mike Lowell's going to win the World Series MVP here. <laughs> and he did. Uh, and I was like wow that's that's kind of a weird one but th- if you look at the World Series MVPs that's much more random than like the, the uh, MVP of like the Super Bowl it, it's legitimately you got four games it's four to seven games who has a good week is all you need to be in order to get it right. so it's it's
0: a little interesting looking at who's sort of done all of that yeah
2: because it's all over the place yeah all right so here we go this was a week in music uh not not all necessarily the biggest names but real bad week for jazz music uh we'll start with Barbara Morrison uh jazz singer who's worked with another one of those people who's worked with everybody she's worked with Dizzy Gillespie Ray Charles Etta James Esther Phillips Jimmy Smith Dr John uh Nancy Wilson Keb Mo, Count Basie's Orchestra Doc Severinsen like it just keeps going on and on and on and on the people who she worked with Released, God, how many albums is this? 18 uh, albums as a vocalist, jazz vocalist, as well as being parts of a, a bunch of others uh, as a, as a uh, feature performer and other people's stuff. Uh, but she passed away at the age of 72 in Ypsilanti, Michigan. I was just
0: going to say, when you gave that list of names and only 72, that blew my mind.
2: Yeah, I know. She played with Count Basie's orchestra, and it was only 72. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Um, also from the world of jazz music, uh, Ron Ron Miles, trumpet player, passed away uh, only at the age of 58 from cancer. Uh, another, another big uh, trumpet player. Actually, the most interesting thing about him, maybe, is that in high school, he uh, was in a jazz combo with a gentleman named Don Cheadle. Oh. Yeah, so he and Don Cheadle had a group together, but they, uh, yeah, he has a whole bunch of other things, Was with Blue Note Records um, and things like that. Played with Ginger Baker, uh, played with Duke Ellington Orchestra, all sorts of stuff like that, but he was only 58 when he passed of cancer. Um, from also another jazz trumpeter dennis gonzalez uh passed away at each of the age of 67 or 68. uh another guy he had got his discography starts in 1979 ends in 2014 and there have got to be 30 of them here uh that he put out over that time like i said bad week for bad week for jazz um also jazz pianist jessica williams passed away at 73. um another one Monterey jazz festival standby or standout um has won was nominated for a couple of grammys uh in 86 at 2004 um and yeah her discography her discography also is like 50 things long so
1: mm-hmm.
2: I don't I can't honestly say I know these jazz folks so well but uh I listened a nom- lot but I can't tell you
0: much about it it's just a. I just go on this critical music list of all time and just been a lot of jazz that's been popping up lately.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, Mitchell was the last one. Good thing I don't have Spotify. <laughs> anyway. Mm.
2: Uh, we lost one. of The great Irish folk singers, uh Pete St. John passed away, best known for composing the song, the fields of Athenry, which mm. is a, about the, uh, uh, a f- guy who steals food during the Irish potato famine in the 1840s. Of course, it's an Irish, it's an Irish song, so it's not happy. Um, You're going to steal food uh, in the 1840s. That seems like the right thing to, to steal, so. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> but it is, it is hit that song uh, he wrote in 79, has been recorded by a whole bunch of people. It's hit the Irish singles chart on nine different occasions. Damn. Um, by being re- and re-recorded. Um, including once by a guy named Patty Riley, who released it in '82, and it remained on the chart for 72 weeks. Um, so he uh, he died uh, at the age of 90 earlier this week.
0: In '82, were they knocked off by you two?
2: I I haven't looked for it, and I started tried looking for it, but I still haven't found. What I'm looking for. Sorry, it took me a second to get there. Um. <laughs> uh, sorry. Um, from the world of R&B, uh, Timmy Thomas, best known for his song, Why Can't We Live Together, which went to number one on the R&B charts in 1972, uh, also passed away at the age of, oh, I'm sorry, he passed away at the age of 77, excuse me. Um, Why Can't We Live Together is probably best known to modern audiences as the song that Drake samples for Hotline Bling. Um. I'm not yes. going to do the dance. No, but he, he died of cancer uh, at 77. Um, from the world of country music, Brad Martin passed away at only the age of 48. Mm. I, I don't see what he had. Uh, died of a broken he, heart. He could have. He, he had an album, Wings of a Honky Tonk Angel, released in 2002 mm. that had a couple of, uh, charting songs Including Before I Knew Better Which hit number 15 on the country charts I don't know what he passed off But he was only 48 Which is way too young Younger than me Yep um, Also from the world of country music Bobby Nelson Older sibling of Willie I was going to ask Okay. Yeah, passed away at the age of uh, 91 She um, was a pianist and a singer And a member of his band Willie Nelson and Family So um, yeah so 91 is a pretty good pretty good long time so um we also lost Richard Podolore American musician and uh best known probably as a producer of three dog night uh passed away at the age of 86 um he produced uh two albums for Steppenwolf including born to be wild he did uh three dogs nights both mama told me not to come enjoy to the world also worked with the monkeys, the turtles, the electric prunes, Grateful Dead, Donovan, and a whole bunch of others. Uh, so yeah, so he was 86. Um, we also lost Barry Bailey, who is the guitar player for the Atlanta Rhythm section. Um, hmm. Do you remember the Atlanta Rhythm section?
0: Yeah, yeah, Um uh, was, one, was one, so into you, one of my favorites. Of, of that sort of a uh, smooth rock jazz fusion thing. I don't know what really how yeah, well it's, it's I'll call it.
2: I'm not exactly sure what to call him either. That's actually not yeah. the worst def- definition I could, I've could i heard of. Yeah, so when do you...
0: Sounds better than Atlanta Rhythm Section because I never got that. I never thought that was... It like, didn't really sound Atlanta-ish to me, but...
2: Yeah, no, I don't know. Uh, but Imaginary Lover was another one they had mm-hmm. that hit. Um, but yeah, he passed away of multiple sclerosis at 73. <laughs> yeah
0: horrible last few years
2: uh and then one last one uh known probably as much for being a reality star as for her music tracy braxton passed away i mm-hmm. uh, the i think younger sister of tony i can't remember actually if that's correct I, I, I only know tony i mean i know there was the big reality show but i never watched it so i'm not Hold oh, how, how old is tony braxton that's an easy thing to figure out come on wikipedia you're never wrong so yeah, she's Tony is 54. Uh Tracy was only 50. Uh, but she passed away at uh at the age of 50 from cancer. And then finally. Scott Hall. Scott Hall.
0: Yeah. Razor Ramon. Uh I, I thought this would bother me more, but it it, it doesn't. Uh probably because. I think a lot of wrestling fans in 2003 to 2004, the 2000s really thought he was never... If if you were to t- tell any of us, you know, he's going to live till 2022, we would have said bullshit. Mm-hmm. And that he would actually get healthy. And he did. Uh, prob- considered by many, probably one of the greatest wrestlers not to have ever been world champion. Yeah. Um, started in like, what, I believe, 83, 84... For I first saw him in '87 when he was part of a tag team with uh, Kurt Hennig, uh, Mister the later Mister Perfect, mm-hmm. and Jesus Christ, the guy just exuded cool. I mean, mm-hmm. if, if you wanted to look like someone, just look at what he used to look like in, in like the late '80s. You know, six foot six, like ripped, ripped a shit, uh, barrel chest, all his hair, you know, just a magnet, you know, for, for everything. He, though, dealt with a lot of other personal issues that mm-hmm. he struggled with. Not not just, and I think a lot of it stemmed from, I, I don't know if it, if it says on some of, the, some of the mainstream thing, but he actually killed a man in 83. Right, uh, I actually didn't know that. Yeah, and in, in like a, a bar fight gone wrong. And uh, it was real justified, but I mean, like it haunted him for the rest of his life. hmm And once he started, like once he got into sort of recreational drugs, like he was managing for quite a while. But it just became so unbearable that when he went to WCW the second time in '96, in the '99 they had to fire him. No, they fired him in 2000, I think, because he was just so unreliable. And then everyone knew he was he was a mess. So that actually became his gimmick was that he would actually come to the ring pretending to be drunk,
1: mm. which is it's
2: a good cover for actually being drunk. <laughs> well, <laughs> when, when they're, they're working it in the storyline, right? So it's, it, it was
0: really tragic, tragic to watch, but he was part of the, one of the biggest angles that ever took place in wrestling history with the NWO um, mm-hmm. with that starting when he appeared but to a lot of people, it was randomly on a Monday Night Nitro. And I, I'm happy that the last six, seven years of his life, he was coherent, sober.
2: Uh, well, his his speech at the, his induction that was making the rounds uh, yeah. back in 2014. Yep. And that was an awesome, awesome speech.
0: Yeah, closed by, uh, how was it? Uh, bad days will...
2: Ba- bad, bad times... Uh... Go away, but bad guys never do,
0: essentially. Right. Yeah, because he was the
2: bad guy.
1: Yeah.
2: And
0: the fact that he was able to, I'm hoping that, that he got to sort of like uh, right some of the wrongs that, that he had in life uh, near the end. And, and all kudos to the guy who really much helped him do it, Diamond Dallas Page, mm-hmm. who, through his work of yoga and accountability, He's done for a lot of pro wrestlers what rehab could never do. He did it for, for Scott Hall. He did it for Jake Roberts. He's now going to try to do that for Buff Bagwell, I've read. And he's done that for a few others. I, I had the chance to interview him quite a few years ago, too. So, And, and that's what he said to me. I, I, this was before he got into the WWE Hall of Fame. And I, I asked him, I said, like, you watching Scott Hall get into the Hall of Fame, that's got to be bigger to you than if you ever get the call. He said, Absolutely so you know i just a, a soft beverage to you scott i'd like to dedicate the show to you uh just a lot of great memories watching you perform
2: excellent I, as long as you're dedicating the show to wrestlers i actually also want to do a quick shout out for uh, biggie mm. um, who for those of you guys who have listened i haven't brought up in a while I actually was, I'll say, friendly in high school with Kofi Kingston. He, Mm -hmm. believe it or not, is not Jamaican and actually uh, grew up in the booming metropolis of Winchester, Massachusetts. I was a couple years behind me. We are in band together, Mm -hmm. uh, friendly. We've been Facebook friends forever. Um, But uh, he and Biggie, you know, go way back and Biggie landed badly. Uh, on a trick on the side and broke uh, bones in his neck, not his spinal column, but the actual vertebrae themselves. Yeah. yeah. Um, and had to be taken off in a stretcher. And Biggie is legitimately one of the nicest guys in wrestling. All three of those guys throughout New Day are. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, which is why they keep being allowed to win the, uh, every time they lose the tag team penalty, they just keep being allowed to get it back because everybody likes them. And that's actually, I to why Kofi was allowed to yeah. become the uh, heavyweight champion uh because there was something it was supposed to go to can't remember who it was supposed to go to got injured um, uh Mustafa and, uh, Ali
0: they were going to give a big push to
2: and, right and yeah. then, then he got injured and then like basically the whole back of them like let Kofi have it um and then Big E was champion for a little bit uh last yeah. year so um yeah just speed of recovery to a legitimately good guy I hope that yeah. he gets back on his feet soon so yeah
0: I hope I hope so too uh Brutal injury to watch. Uh, the guy who did that, like, he just has no business being in the ring. I, I'm sure he feels awful about it. But
2: yeah, Well, I mean, his his first reaction, to that guy's credit, his first reaction is to try and get up and run over to Big E because he knew it did not go well.
1: Mm-hmm. And then
2: you can see he, like, gets up and then realizes that he's doing wrestling and has to pretend to be down. Like, like he was down. Like, he, got, he was tra- starting it up and then, like, rolled down on the ground but, like, staring at him to see what was going on because yeah. he knew that did not go well. Um, yeah. But, yeah.
1: Because that's, that's cool.
2: the second guy he's injured in like the last few months,
1: right?
0: And he's also injured himself <laughs> last year. Uh, he's just, just green, you know, and just big guy. I'm sure he'll, he could be something one day, but man, we've seen this before, but anyway, moving to the next step, uh, elevator up, elevator down. Who in the last week has really made a hall of fame case and who hasn't? Uh, I don't really have any elevator up. I got two elevator downs and I'm I didn't, sorry. I didn't mention them to you. they uh, they're, somebody i've been praising for the pro football hall of fame forever and it's it has nothing to do with anything he's done on the field but generally people don't want to elect far right people and herschel walker you are i like you herschel i like you a lot mm. i don't necessarily
2: agree with anything you stand for and some in some things and and, and for those people, and for those people who don't realize it you when we have our debates mm-hmm. for We've had the last couple of years for the uh, induction into the Pro Football Hall. Herschel Walker has been one of your pet projects. Yeah, yeah. it is. Uh, I'm not going to do that next year just because I'm going to try somebody different. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, but I'm I mean, still like, doing Kevin Williams. I don't care. <laughs> no, I'm not, you're at least making some traction with that. I'm, I'm sure as fuck not. But yeah, and, and I will maintain that if if you combine, if we really look at the USFL, then there's a, there's a, a stronger case to be had. Herschel will never get in. But Herschel didn't have a good verbal week. I won't go into a whole lot of that.
2: If he didn't have a good verbal week, why are there still words and weeks?
1: (laughs) Sorry.
0: (laughs) Long story short, people, this stuff shouldn't matter. It does. It does. And it will. And sadly and here's the long shot anyway and it just he basically- was he was and i'm not saying that it would change my opinion one way or the other but i'm not one of those decision makers 100 i get it yeah. the other one is this is for our hall of fame and mm-hmm. uh for those wondering what that is because we have a few uh the united yeah. states athletic hall of fame vote now not in hall of forward slash usa and this really won't be relevant for another 25 years but Here's someone who had another bad week, and that's Naomi
2: Osaka, mm-hmm. who cried again. Yeah, one person was heckling her during an interview.
0: Uh, no, no, not during an interview. During the game, during, the, during the
2: game. I'm sorry, it's quiet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw the interview afterwards. Sorry, I was well, which two.
0: was which was interesting in itself that they even allowed her to do it, because mm-hmm. well, basically the here was the heckle. You suck, Naomi.
1: Mm-hmm. That was it. Mm
0: -hmm. and she's in a mental state right now where when that happened did you see the clip of when that actually happened or did you just see the like her i i i
2: I saw i saw the interview after and i i didn't actually see the clip of it happening
0: okay so when when it did happen she whoever the heckler was we still don't know who it was uh it's just identified female that's all i know uh it's just as well, we don't know because that person would get doxed the hell out of, and
2: yeah, that person will get doxed,
0: and that person might have been drunk. Who the hell knows? Yeah. I don't know. I've yelled at a lot of people, You suck when I've gone to a game. Didn't when I went to tennis, when I went to the Canadian Open, mm. but which was so long ago, it was Arancha Sanchez Vicario beating I Don't Remember.
2: Well, I'd I'd be awesome to see Arancha, I would have loved to mm. see that, yeah. So, I
0: that would have been the tail end of her but i don't remember who she beat but anyway uh so then the rest of the crowd was jeering that person who yelled that out basically saying to naomi we love you Da da, 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 da. And at that point naomi wanted to get the mic and talk then which they wouldn't let her do which was the right thing at that point mm-hmm. but long searcher we got a woman who it, it's like when you read your comments and anything and like you have you have hundred great comments, or in this case, like a thousand, maybe more. I don't know how many people were in were in that stadium.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: All she can focus on is that one negative. It's all mm-hmm. she's been able to do.
1: I've never seen anyone, and I hate using this word, but it's the it's accurate, this soft. She's
2: she's she's a China doll right now. She's that fragile and, and breakable. She's gotten worse. And I didn't know this
0: because and, and, i was doing some research today because i wanted to talk more in depth and i have ta- i brought her up before yep and you are the women's tennis guy i'm the women's tennis guy i never would have thought that but hey uh i am I, I didn't know this she the money she made last year is more than any other woman athlete in the american history wow so that was which was 57 million
2: it's not a bad year
0: no it, it's it's pretty damn good uh, 52 of that i might be off on that is endorsements so Mm. it's amazing she was able to do that in the first place because here's a woman who and let's i'll be blunt here and i don't mean to sound cruel or callous but naomi osaka could barely talk she Mm. can't speak to save her life i'm not calling her stupid i'm just saying that whatever she thinks she gets super hyper nervous And she can't, she has limited speaking skills. On, I feel like I'm an asshole saying it, but I've never seen anyone at that age being that unable to articulate themselves. She just can't do it. But she's got that je ne sais quoi. The camera loves her. People want to love her. But What worries me for her is when that latest thing happened, when the thing all happened before, virtually everyone was was behind her. Naomi Osaka and soft were trending together. Yeah, that's starting to trickle again again. And if that keeps going, if she's this fragile. She yes, she's a she's a visible minority. Yes, she's a she's a female. She's also worth fifty-seven million just last year, and has a private plane. A lot of people don't necessarily feel sorry for that. I prefer one. Don't think in those terms because mental health will affect anyone and everyone.
2: 100. I mean, just think of just think of West Russell Westbrook and how badly he's been re- reacting to people calling him West Brick. Like his family's been doing a whole press yeah. on it, right? And this is one of the. I mean, he's a former MVP. I mean, mm-hmm. one of the best players of basketball. Been around forever, having having a weird end of his career here, and just like didn't quite come out crying, but as close as you can without actually doing it. Well, it's affecting his different.
0: kids. So I mean, like he's cry- I don't think he's crying for himself as much as he's crying for what his kids True. are going through. This is sort of the way I got it. But I wonder, like, the weight of the world is on the shoulder. Because I was reading other things where it says, well, protect all Black women athletes. And then I thought about that. and like, okay, well, let's just... Naomi's actually one of the most protected athletes ever in the history of anything. Because I look back at old interviews, she could never say much of anything. So when you look at every commercial she's ever done, they put her in the best light possible. She's not speaking. Mm -hmm. She's standing there looking exotic and pretty and wearing the best stuff. And because she's, it's, it's amazing that I said exotic pretty, but she still has a girl next door vibe.
2: Mm-hmm. And she also happens to be really good at tennis.
0: <laughs> right, right. But I mean, there's a lot of people who are really good at tennis, who, who they're, 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 they're not gonna be modeling on a, on a runway. Or, yeah. or, 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 or what's their bigger things, tag humor. You know, the, you know, right. actually, yeah, uh, yeah. Barty's not going to get that contract. Right. Never.
2: So. But Lindsay Davenport, Jennifer Capriotti, Monica Sellis, Martina Navratilova. Well, Navratilova. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. Navratilova for me is like that when I lost my shit. And I think I've said that before when people called her a transphobe. Yeah. Like right. after all the shit she went through and you're going to call her a bigot, fuck off. Anyone who wants. Don't you. I think I think I know I know NoHo when people say don't you hurt my Naomi don't you hurt my Martina even though she can kick your ass yeah she could kick all of our asses so yeah.
2: no, I'm not that worried about Martina
0: a Oh, okay I'm just <laughs> I know what you mean yeah. you want to pro- yeah I get it I get yeah it. yeah so I guess what I'm trying to say is Naomi's been had a very high end professional team prote- hiding her weaknesses for the last few years. Mm-hmm. and yeah it's pretty much it was an open it wasn't even a secret I mean she'd say hell oh, she's super shy but now we've got massive anxiety that she's I don't know how she overcomes this because if she feels that she's got responsible for I guess her publicist her image consultant, all this goddamn team around her that she's now sort of I guess I don't know who she's also responsible for inter- financially. Right. I was, reading, I was reading her background too. So like her dad was inspired by Richard Williams. Mm-hmm. So presumably I don't think they grew up with a lot of money either. So I, I don't know what the weight of the world is on her shoulders, but I, 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 I'm positive that there's a lot of people who don't have her best interests right now. And I just hope she finds fun again in tennis, but if, if people are gonna get tired of if she just keeps crying and over, and I'm not saying that to be mean, I'm saying because that's
1: what's gonna happen. That, that's, it, it does, this is just the shit that happens. And
0: I worry for her. I, I really do and I, I don't really know what more to say on that like I, I wanted to sort of come up with some great articulate speech I don't have one mm-hmm. be more from the heart because I have dealt with my own mental issues or mental health issues I'll, I'll say uh, nothing like this right or nothing this public rather right and she's just not able to focus on all the people who love her and I don't know what else is going on in her head but every time we see her she's worse off than the time before Mm -hmm. now ranked uh in the 70s
1: yeah she made she legitimately needs to take some time
0: and that's 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 the scary thing i wonder how many people are sort of open oh you got to get back out there because they don't want to lose this endorsement and this gravy train. And I don't know.
2: And I, I, if I I mean, we, we, there's no way we have any idea what the conditions are on
1: any of those. Endorsements. No,
2: I, I, I got no clue whether there's hanger-ons.
0: I, like I just assume that there might be a couple. I don't know, or she might feel that she's obligated to do that. I, I don't know what's going on in her head. I, I said this to my friend. I said, like, if Naomi Osaka's IQ came out to be 150, I'd believe you. If it came out to be 70, I'd believe you. Mm-hmm. i don't know anything really what goes on in her head and other than the fact that she is in no state to take even the slightest bit of criticism and she she's like superman and who said oh by the way want to know how to get me here's the kryptonite yeah that's what she is now because we all know what can make her tick for all we know it was just some asshole woman who just said that i can make her cry
2: or had money on her losing.
0: <laughs> or, and I hate to say it when she like, You suck. Well, right now she does. And that's the sad part because she doesn't have to. What is she, 23, 24?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <sighs> Incidentally, when I was looking at the most uh, the wealthy, the most successful women in terms of uh, earnings.
1: So, Serena is still number two. Okay. You know who number three is? Um, I mean, I see Sue
2: Bird in a lot of commercials all of a sudden, so maybe Sue Bird. <laughs> no, no. Actually, I think the only basketball
0: player there was uh, Brianna Stewart. Okay, fair. Yeah, uh, there was actually one person on there from India I'd never heard of mm. uh, from playing badminton. Uh, but, yeah, number three was Venus Williams, and it's like, shit, she still plays? Well, but, I mean, it's all through, like, 300000 in earnings, and then a 10 and a half million in endorsements. Mm. Okay. Yeah, so yeah, that, that's
1: sort of my thing there. Uh, Naomi, just take care of you, please. please. Yep. And with that, we, we've got, right. it's hammer time. Yeah, here we got we got
2: the good, the bad and the ugly
0: here. All right. uh, okay, no, I'm doing this part because you're not taking my bork, bork, bork.
1: Oh, sorry. <laughs>
2: excellent thank you uh so the goods talking about a guy who took some time to recharge his batteries and is back better than ever don't okay. break his back <laughs> uh, uh, i'm pretty much on record as saying i thought he was going to be back the entire time i decided to be back with 49ers mm-hmm. it became clear that um his coach who i really do not think he likes very much uh was not going to let him leave the team uh he decided to uh, unretire the day before free agency started in order to help the team, mm-hmm. um, get more stuff. And I think he's going to play next year now too, yep. but he will play in San Francisco. You know, I, I, I,
0: there's a lot of people who are taking shots on him thinking he's making it all about himself. Look, he's a, he's an athlete who's able to make a power play and like every athlete want wishes they could do. I I don't begrudge him one bit.
2: Well, here, here's the thing. He wasn't actually retiring. He was basically bullied into be like, make a decision now, Mm. which is weird, but like everyone's like Brady's retiring. It's like, I'm not retiring. It causing his social media team to not help. Let's be honest with that. Uh, and then he took some time and he's like, no, this is stupid. Like, like, I, I always thought like, what was Kobe Bryant going to do when he retired? Like that dude was just so much about basketball that I had trouble figuring out what he's gonna do. The answer was he was still gonna do basketball. He was just gonna get into his daughter's basketball. and, And he won an Oscar. He didn't win an Oscar and right. Kevin Garnett's another guy who I was like, what's that dude going to do in basketball? And he was, and he became an actor. That's like you anticipated, but like, what's Brady going to do? I mean, he, Garnett, act, he wants to be a model. But. Well, Kevin Garnett
0: was very believable as Kevin Garnett in Uncut Gems. I just want to point that out.
2: It was, he did a good job though.
0: You know what we should do? You know, we're going to like do a look at all these old movies. I honestly think, and I've been kicking this around in my head for years. How about this? A retroactive athlete Oscars. Anytime, so like athletes in the movies, and then you have categories uh, supporting or sorry, active athlete in act, uh, retired
1: athlete. Okay, so I mean, OJ could win for Naked Gun. I suppose he could.
2: I, I would probably go more Ray Allen in, as Jesus Shuttlesworth. Yeah, but if it's year by year. Oh, I guess it's year by year. That does make sense. Yeah. And Cam Neely definitely wins that sea bass. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Randy Macho Man Savage is bone saw.
2: Mm. That's a trusty category. I like it. Yeah, just, just uh, something I've... J- something I've Jim, Brown for, Jim Brown for his work in the Dirty Dozen. So.
0: Jim Brown for his work in anything because Jim Brown is fucking Jim Brown
2: exactly yeah so um okay yeah so brady just being back i think is good it saves us from having like the nfc's quarterbacks
0: i don't you know i, I don't don't even get me started on my nfc I style. Mean,
2: like yeah. the nfc's quarterbacks before brady came back we had we had stafford who just won the super bowl mm-hmm. right we had the head case Kyler Murray, who may sit out the year because he's mad or something—I don't know—like who's handling everything very, very badly.
0: And we Deshaun have- he- Watson looks like he's coming in. He looks like he's going to be back.
2: He might be, yeah. Um, but I'm saying before Brady came back because we didn't know that yet. Um, Aaron Rodgers, 38-year-old Aaron Rodgers, finally getting his 50 million a year, but now Devontae Adams is going to sit out, which I don't blame him because he's only get 21. 21- 20.1 million when freaking christian kirk may be getting 21 million <laughs> signing a contract which is insane um and who else because russell wilson was gone like who's the who is the fourth best
1: quarterback in the nfc am i forgetting somebody off the top of my head here i guess Dak. Dak yeah but like Dax is as good as Dax going to be Dax is good. And Matt
2: Ryan is, I guess, still there, oh. but like for how long? Yeah. But I mean, just the rest of the quarterbacks are Justin Fields might have a shot to be somebody. But he's certainly not there yet. Mm-hmm. Kirk cousins, Kirk cousins is probably the fifth best quarterback in the NFC. Well,
0: Kaepernick uh, is, he's, uh, he's actually active. I, th- I think, I wonder if he means it this
2: time. Kaepernick is better, probably, than the starters on at least four teams. Heck, well, well we, 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 Commanders we, we'll, traded for Carson Wentz. We don't know that. We don't know what Colin Kaepernick is right now. I've seen him complete a pass. Daniel Jones can't do that.
0: <laughs> Fair, but we'll we'll see. It's it's going to be really interesting. I've been uh, I, I've kind of done a one eighty on Kaepernick. I've I, I was not. And I'll, I've said it before. I'll say it again. I was not impressed. I thought. You have with after the whole uh, George Floyd thing, I thought, well, what did he do other than cash a bunch of checks?
2: Yeah. And he didn't vote, which was the other thing that drove us both of us. nuts.
0: Uh, right. And the other, the other thing, too, is uh, just something to ask some of the people who, who, who will say, well, you look at this. Be a Colin Kaepernick. Don't be an Aaron Rodgers. Do we even know that? And they're, they're always they're all making sort of the fax thing. Do you even know if Collins Colin's faxed?
2: Have, have, has even crossed my mind
0: well already. no but, but just just some because he's not he's not a, a pro government guy so it's yeah. very logical to believe he didn't do it nope. but that's neither here nor there uh i look forward to actually i want to see him play just because i want to i i i think stephen a smith sort of summed it up best and something that he said recently Colin was ostracized and blackballed from the league. And then when they tried to sort of like bring him back in, he kind of fucked him all over with what he did with the Ravens and then his stunts at, uh, the, uh, the workout that they put together for him. And he changed it at the last minute, to something that he already planned arranged. So yes. that's the action of somebody who wanted to control the narrative as things change now. And he wants to come back. Cause I think, he, what is he? 33. Now he's got something to prove to himself. And I the the fan in me, just the sportsman in me, wants to see if if he means it. Hell, I got a team that could. That I'm not feeling all in on Taysom Hill. You shouldn't. No, I don't. Uh, but anyway, uh, you know, we'll save that for another time because I have a
2: feeling that that so means he's up again. So, that's a great that's good. The, that's a good. Brady's back. He has unfinished business, which has got to be terrifying for the rest of the league. And now it's going to basically guarantee that. Uh, that, once again, Aaron Rodgers does not make the Super Bowl. Um, <laughs> so, which the is also MVP, somebody- Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, totally. Aaron Rodgers, okay, I know we talked about this. <laughs> Winning that MVP, and I'm not saying Brady should have won the MVP, but Br- Brady was better in every statistical category, every one of them, while playing a harder schedule. Like what are what are we even talking about? The the MVP should have been Cooper Cup. Yes, absolutely. But but like, just the idea that that Aaron Rodgers with the tenth most passing yards deserves MVP is insane. So, I mean, I know there was no clear cut winner, but yeah, that well, it's like caught us
0: both by surprise.
2: Tenth, he was tenth in passing yards. I know he missed one game because of his own stupidity, but like tenth. He was a thousand yards behind Brady, who led the league at 44 years old. And you know, that's another thing going back to this whole vax thing,
0: right? So, vax players or unvax players, could they play
2: last year in, in, in New York? Couldn't they? Well, back, they played in New Jersey. Oh, wait,
1: oh that's okay. right. Okay. That's
2: oh, right. Okay, okay. In okay. Jersey. okay. All right. Okay. All right. I was and the Bills. the Bills play in Canada so the <laughs> bill yeah by the way congratulations buffalo bills on spending 53 million dollars on a 33 33 year old linebacker I'm, I'm sure that will work out well uh no good good for good for uh, vaughn miller going to buffalo where he legitimately has a shot to become the first player to win super bowls for three separate franchises you know the, like the idea of signing a 33 year old linebacker to a five-year contract is hilarious to me six, six sorry next year Oh, six years. I'm sorry. Six years for a 33-year-old. Yeah. But uh, and, I, and I have nothing bad to say about Vaughn Miller, but just six years is ridiculous. Anyway, um, the bad. Um, so I've talked about Chelsea before. Um, oh, is it going to be about the owner? Not about the owner. Oh, okay. Um, so this weekend is the quarterfinals of the FA Cup. Mm-hmm. So for those of you guys who don't know what the FA Cup is, the FA Cup is, we have our own version in the United States called the U.S. Open Cup. Which I played in the preliminary, 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 preliminary rounds when I was on my club team in Boston uh, back in the early 2000s. Um, Well, can can we stop? I didn't even know there was one. So how does that? What's the? How does that work? So the U.S. Open Cup starts with amateur leagues in major cities, Mm -hmm. uh, and the like. I don't know sixth qualification round. Mm -hmm. Um, so like for example i was in mostly divisions three and four i spent one year year in division two in our league um and we had we had a random draw with a single elimination any team from division one two three or four could play any other team and then you ended up with one team coming out of the league that would then move up and play other amateur teams who then eventually would go and play like the usl teams and then eventually mls teams um so it goes all the way through the rochester rhinos who are usl usl i think the usl mm-hmm. they're the they're the minor league uh are the last non-mls team to win the championship um okay but yeah so teams like vancouver uh ottawa montreal uh toronto don't participate Because you guys have your own Canada Cup of some sort. Winnipeg Valor is here. Winnipeg Valor, there you go. So Mm -hmm. those guys don't participate, uh, but it goes all the way up. So actually, one year we were in the third qualifying round and we played a team that beat us nine to nothing. uh, And actually went on to beat, they beat the Harrisburg City Islanders uh, and they beat, I think they beat the uh, Atlanta Silverbacks. Uh, before they lost to an MLS team, so they they went and beat some of the smaller teams. I think they ended up losing to, I think it was DC United. Um, but yeah, so they beat us nine nothing. I've never been prouder of my team because they were so much better than us. I was black all over. I must have blocked somewhere between ten and twenty shots with my body in that game. <laughs> and uh, and uh, yeah, so that so we do have one of that. So the the same thing happens in England. Mm-hmm. So England's got like somewhere around like 30 tiers of stuff. But once you get down below like tier 12, you're into really amateur, amateur leagues. But they start with like tier 11 or 10, start playing all the way up until they eventually get to the point where they have the premier league teams, the championship teams, and everything else. So the it's the oldest, it's the oldest, um, I believe, tournament in the world is the, hmm. is the, um, the, uh, FA Cup. Um, So the FA Cup set quarterfinals are this weekend, and Chelsea is still part of the FA Cup finals. Um, So they are playing uh, Middlesbrough, who has been in the uh, Premier League before, but is currently a championship team. Uh, And as part of all these games, uh, the visiting team, uh, so it's it's random draw again as to who's the home and who's the away team for all the stuff. But the visiting team gets a certain amount of tickets allotted to them in order to play the game, right? Mm-hmm. So, because of the restrictions put on Chelsea, they got 4,500 tickets and were only able to sell 600 of them before they were stopped being able to sell any more tickets. Okay? Oh, okay. Yeah, I know where this is going. Yeah, I read about that. Okay. Yeah. So, they then tried to petition to have the game played without fans because it wouldn't be fair to them, only have 600 fans and Middlesbrough to have a full stadium with their own fans.
0: Because <laughs> they've never played a road game before.
2: And Middlesbrough is basically <laughs> like, what the what? <laughs> Are you serious? You you get busted for whatever you get busted for and somehow our fans don't get to watch our team play our game in our stadium? So what was insane? the result of it? Uh they withdrew mainly because both the FA the FA laughed at them and uh the House of Commons was going to get involved in upping their sanctions for being dates basically whiny bitches about this. Um so they're they're playing on Saturday against Middlesbrough. Um and uh yeah, it just brings me back to the whole uh Trying to break away and form their own Champions League, Champions League, wherever the, the the whatever they call that thing, I've forgotten now with the 12 teams. Super League. The Super League, that's it. Yeah. Trying to break away and form their own Super League. How was un how like they should be supporting everybody else. And now it's unfair that they have to go to a Championship League side seat stadium to play a game.
1: Just <laughs>
2: just stop. <laughs> just insane oh just also by the way another uh bad for the Ricketts family who owns the cubs who talked about how much money they lost or the pandemic and through baseball and everything else and they had these massive massive uh losses and they're, they're hemorrhaging money like anything yet still are somehow able to scrape together three billion dollars to try by chelsea maybe we should
0: uh, set up a GoFundMe, me huh
2: oh go screw yourself <laughs> God damn, what what robber barons? Oh, we were so poor and so awful. Here's three billion dollars to buy Chelsea. Anyway. By the way, in case you're wondering, the other semifinalists, Everton is at Crystal Palace, Man City's at Southampton, and Liverpool's at Nottingham Forest.
0: Um, I love the name Nottingham Forest.
2: Yes. Uh and we don't know who plays who next because they do a draw again
0: mm-hmm.
2: after each round. So i think maybe actually at this point they might um so anyway but yeah let's see this year's fa cup do we know who plays who win uh, no not yet so anyway so yeah screw you chelsea
0: all right so what 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 is ugly that that sounded pretty ugly
2: yeah ugly is this is someone i never thought i would ever defend nor have to defend but have you seen anything about or any of the episodes of HBO's Winning Time? I don't even know that show. So Winning Time, it's a 10 part docudrama about the Showtime Lakers being put together.
0: Oh, okay, okay, that's been recommended, but I I haven't watched
1: it yet, okay. Okay, Um, so I don't know who he
2: pissed off, and I can't imagine him pissing anybody off. Just his public demeanor over the oh, I don't know, seventy years he's been in the public spotlight. But what the fuck are they doing with Jerry West? Well,
0: how, how are they portraying him in this?
2: They're making him out to be this manic depressive, drunken, sex crazed nut job who like broke a broke a golf club because he was mad that they drafted. Magic Johnson over Sidney Moncrief on a golf course is out with Jerry Buss and Mitch Kupchak who's uh gets pissed and throws his 1969 MVP trophy through a window and then like picks it up and has to try and glue it back together like they're just making him out to be a complete utter now the second episode they went more into his upbringing in Morgantown or not Morgantown, in West Virginia Mm -hmm. um I can't remember the name of the town it's not Morgantown um and how we get a tough growing up and everything else and maybe by the end of this it will make it seem more human but I don't know how you come back from the caricature and character assassination they're doing of the logo I don't I don't get it I don't understand how this somehow makes the show better I I wasn't
0: aware that Jerry West had these issues or He he doesn't okay
2: so they had they had the longtime trainer as the Lakers on the set as a uh, as a consultant where they're doing this. They had him on for two days. They asked him to stay on. They offered him $15,000 to stay for three more days. And he said, fuck you, no. You're screwing Jerry over. Uh, so I, I, it, it, someone put that it seems like it is a series about a very interesting thing that people should be interested in that has no idea why people would find it interesting
0: i am going to watch this now or maybe i'll watch it super
2: entertaining there's a lot of gratuitous sex out of nowhere um and the guy who plays uh magic's amazing i -hmm. can't think of the the actor's name right now um also michael chiklis plays red auerbach which is just as amazing as it sounds
0: (laughs) well it's got to be better than kevin james playing
2: sean payton yeah well Sean Payton should be super offended. Um, I'm super but, offended, but not, but not as offended as, as Jerry West should be, it is abs and they're getting away with it being like, well, this is just, a, it's not real as a dramatization, but why? Like the dude's 85 years old and still alive. Why are you ripping apart one of the most by almost every account classy and Legendary people in the history of the league. He's the goddamn logo. They wouldn't put a goddamn logo after like nutcase. They just wouldn't have done it.
0: I gotta watch this. All right, that's that's gonna be my homework. I'm gonna watch at least that first episode, so I I can sort of better have.
2: There've only been two episodes so far, but like, I just I wish I were a lawyer just so I could sue the shit out of these people.
0: You know, or
2: or I could be a filmmaker and just make up a whole thing about how the guy who's who's the director is really into fucking cats and just be like, not like actually having cats, but actually having intercourse with them and just say, Oh, it's just a dramatization.
0: Well, well hold on. Look, well, is it, what kind of cat are we talking about? Cause this might not Calico. be
2: so the only way to go, man. They got the riches okay. of the outside and the inside.
1: Okay. All right.
2: But I can't believe I just said that. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's just how mad I am at these. Like, I should not, I'm a Celtics fan. I I delight in the fact that Jerry West's life was made miserable by my teams before I was yeah, born. You okay. you can you
0: can respect those
2: beaches. I 100% respect Jerry West. He he built those Lakers teams. He was responsible for everything that happened. He was, he was around for every Lakers championship up until the most recent one. 16 to 17 championships he was there and a nominee
0: for the not for the United States Athletic hall of fame
2: i'm gonna go vote i haven't voted for him yet i'm gonna go vote for it tonight.
0: yeah because you can vote every day by the way just for those yeah you can
2: can vote every day and i vote i can't say do every day but i vote routinely yeah and i'm gonna go vote for him for the first time ever tonight just because i'm that pissed about what the hell they're doing with
1: him nice
2: i don't i don't get it i don't see what the upside is and how the story again are two episodes out of 10 in and it's very entertaining but I don't see what the upside is of absolutely defaming the character of Jerry West for advancing your story in some way. Because a lot of the stuff, there's no, way these, the, there's no way Jerry West broke a golf club or threw his trophies because of, like, just, everyone's like, oh, is he really like this? There's no evidence he's ever been like this.
0: I gotta, yeah, I got to watch that. I'm going to watch that first episode because I, I, I can access that. Uh, so I guess with that, the Hall of Fame show is coming to an end, but it's also mean it's plugging time. Oh, good. I get to plug away. No jokes about plugging. That's, that's what Andrea and Brad do all the time when I, okay. Well, speaking of Andrea and Brad, my co-hosts on, how the hell did this go number one? We just recorded uh, the one you, you were supposed to be there. It was your damn choice. <laughs> New York, uh, London, Paris, Munich And actually, we, you know what we came to the conclusion of? That was a, bit, a very important song Yeah, it was a super important song
2: It, yeah. was, uh, it, was, it was a good song too
0: Very weird Yeah, Pop Music by M, we examine that That'll go up pretty soon uh, Chris Bourne and I I think we're, I'm going to tell them Because I wanted to do the Harlem Globetrotters of Go to Gilligan's Island That's where. We right, went, right. But I can't find it So I think we're going to do I have to tell them this because uh, that's the other show is this crap was on national television. I think we're going to pick Manimal. All right. Yeah. And uh, yeah, the pilot of Manimal. And uh, the, the one we did about the beachcombers is up on YouTube. And I got a comment saying, I'm not very Canadian or something to that effect. You clearly don't know what Canadians like.
1: I'm a Canadian.
2: I know what I like. Anyway. Do you like clearly Canadian? Because I got that in my fridge. I'm very excited. They've brought it back here in the States. I do, I don't even know what that is. What is that? Hold on. I will be right back. back. Okay. Maybe we get them as a sponsor. Hold
0: on. All right. We we're good. we have a prop. I like having a prop. While you're doing that, I'm going to do some more plugs. Vinny Las Benuso and I, we do a show. Well, he does a show, rather. It's called Vinny Makes the Hall of Fame Case For. And he, dot, dot, dot. We put the dot, 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 because we don't know who he's going to make the Hall of Fame case for. He just did a great one about Leo Ferris. So that one's going to go up on the network pretty soon. Uh, so I'm pretty excited about that. And... And I'm super excited about something else it looks like because Glenn Pulowski's back from Antarctica. That means the classic sports show is back. we Excellent. you know, we've, we've decided we're going to pick for our first return episode.
2: Is there an Antarctica challenge? I don't know about. No,
0: no, actually I, I well, I, I, I found uh, the first ever aired USFL game from
2: 1983.
0: Oh, cool. So we're going to, we're going to look at that. So Excellent that which kind of makes sense because the usfl is coming back and it's not a game with herschel walker it's a your team chicago versus I washington Hmm. there's the blitz versus the federals
2: the federals are a better name than the
0: commanders so they they all i think they both stink all right by the way
2: clearly canadian okay this thing right here all right is a Sparkling water beverage with all natural ingredients. It comes Mm. in wild cherry, raspberry, peach, blackberry, and a few other flavors. It was a big deal in like nineteen ninety four, and then disappeared, and has now reappeared. It's it is a product of Canada, so they're not just trading on your name. As am I. Don't be this syrup anywhere involved.
0: If I was any more pale, that would be my nickname. Clearly Canadian.
2: (laughs) Its spring water sources are in Whistler, British Columbia formosa ontario or other canadian springs there you go i know whistler whistler is an amazing place and with that i know know it's mother i i I missed the joke i said i know it's mother you said you know whistler i know it's mother i don't get it you're not in a painting never mind okay whistler's mother is one of the most famous paintings of in the world but continue
0: well, I lost my train of thought. I I don't know my paintings. That's why you were on Jeopardy and I wasn't. Anywho, wherever you are, wherever you may be, have a great one. Stay safe and support us here on the Notting Hall of Fame network. It's a network. Sadly, it all stars me. So if you don't like me, I guess you're not going to
1: watch a whole lot of this, are you? Oh, so yeah. be it. Bye, everyone. Bye.